0: going got a countdown stay solid man. hello and congratulations we made it it is Thursday May 6 2021 we just finished episode 29 of Big Brother Canada 9 and that was the finale that was all she wrote we just finished the two hour episode I'm Dave Mater. Join with Jameel Robinson, as we have been for 29 episodes and 10 weeks, as we've been covering this whole season here um, on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, finishing up this coverage. And we have our winner, Tashaun. Dave. 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 Yes. More importantly, I won, (laughs) because I drafted Tashaun third overall. Um, I think he was inspired by your um,
1: by your decision to um, you know not let you down and um perform you know past his abilities I found um to win. So kudos to you for coaching him for providing him the the proper situation for him to um, become victorious.
0: Well, and thank you to Sean in our pool for drafting Austin first overall instead of uh, to Sean and uh, Latoya went second uh, to Jen as i recall so oh no amanda i believe took the toy. so it was um yes here we are so lots to break down in this two-hour finale maybe we need to go back like, like like they were telling us in these narrations to start off the episode tonight Jamil. we have to go back to the beginning to write the ending or whatever they were uh they were setting up in the in the early thing whatever. we can't go back and change the beginning but there's still a chance to
1: change the ending
0: there's I'm like still what? what? That was from the that was from the the pie the first episode of the season yeah. because we can't go back and they, they were like there's still a chance to change the ending but is this the ending to Big Brother Canada eight? No, it isn't. I didn't see any <laughs> member from Big Brother Canada eight
1: being mentioned in this episode.
0: None whatsoever. They were <laughs> not. They were not. Even, they are completely buried um, in the history of Big Brother Canada. <laughs> It's almost like it did happen, but it did happen. Um, and yeah, none of those people were mentioned. Uh, in fact, the first five evicted here have gotten more screen time than anybody <laughs> from that season. <laughs> so,
1: yes. Um, yes, I first things first. Did they finally remember there was a superhero theme to this season because it felt like that in the last episode but previous episodes prior to this outside of the first episode there was barely anything.
0: But wasn't the superhero theme part of Big Brother Canada 8 and this kind it kind of carried over into this season yes. but it was also because it was overgrown and um... I th- I think they were like hey We had a lot
1: of these comps and uh, things already made for last season. We didn't get to use it. Why spend the budget on extra stuff and just, you know, (laughs) uh, just reuse what we previously had?
0: Yeah, well, I liked what they did thematically in some ways, but it was sort of like they didn't. It was like they had two themes and they never were quite sure how to make them play off each other. Like uh, set design was one thing and then costuming and other things was a whole other thing. Competitions. Um, there was lot this this recap we got in like for the first about like twenty minutes, like previously on Big Brother Canada, it went on for a while. Yes, um, selling us who these, um, these people are. We made it. The time has come, the, to write the ending of the story. The three different origin stories to this comic book, Jamil. Um, <laughs> we had the loyal and true to Sean, also known as the Bishop. Was he really loyal?
1: Was he really true? I guess that's <laughs> just how we're 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 narrating this this part of the story. Sure. Was he yeah.
0: even the bishop? Did he ac- actually go diagonal at, at, at some point? <laughs>
1: um, he did he even have an angle of any sort up until <laughs> it was time, like later on in the season. I I did, just it's weird.
0: <laughs> did his analogy come true? Yeah. Was was Tara the rook?
1: I she was pretty straightforward she called herself a straight shooter so
0: but Braden was the pawn in his analogies i recall too
1: <laughs> yeah because he was always put up and never voted for
0: right yeah so he, he was literally
1: the pawn he was
0: we had the social butterfly uh in in uh in Braden, the who was the so also known as the uh, social prodigy they said will this social
1: butterfly now social prodigy win the game
0: (laughs) no the answer is no but he did get a vote from tara and then um and then of course there was tara the tiny but fiery mom uh the comeback queen also tara trick shot tara she was in this mix um also, uh, and then we got Arissa came on the screen. She uh, was in a, a very interesting red dress tonight. Oh, full, oh. Very, yeah. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's worth bringing up on screen here. I was. This dress um, did not look good when close up, uh, but from afar, with the shoes and everything, great. Uh, and that's fashion hour here on the Super Mario Brothers podcast. I, so we I wasn't digging it. No, it looks it. like she, It's it's finale worthy
1: i guess it just i'm not a big fan of those type of dresses really no
0: i i didn't think it like when she had her close-ups it did really flatter her so much
1: but i like tara's dress tara's dress looked really nice
0: tara's dress was very nice i thought uh Beth's dress was very nice um i also thought uh like uh, uh tina had a great outfit um i also just <laughs> while we're on the fashion um thing too okay the guys um they were showing off a lot of ankles. Are, are are socks out? Are socks not worn anymore? For me, socks will always be in. I don't care what anyone
1: says, right? Socks will always be in. I love socks. I'm I'm wearing my socks right now. They go up to my knee. I love
0: it. Yeah, it's what I do too. I I mean, are we old men now? Is that what happened? No, Jamil? no, so- no. Socks are, I I don't like the
1: the shoe with the you know with a little bit of sock, the ankle sock. I'm not. am no. That's not me.
0: They like, didn't have anything. I couldn't. Like Braden, Jensen, uh, Tashawn. There were no. There were no. But and and these were not long pants. We uh, saw quite a bit of leg. If I'm not wearing shoes, right, I'll be wearing socks or
1: not socks. But if I'm wearing shoes, there's always socks in my feet. Always. Yeah, always. it's
0: it's what you would expect. So anyway, so that I I definitely noticed that tonight, um, in some of the outfits. I think I think Kiefer. I couldn't tell. I think he had socks. Um. Anyway, so I want to talk about this part one of the H O H we got tonight too. Uh, Before that,
1: the recap. I I have a little thing to say about the oh, recap.
0: Sure. Yeah. Did
1: you like? Everyone got their moment to shine, with the exception of one person who had no moments to shine because basically the only reason he was there was to be Rohan's sidekick and to be Austin's um um uh, interest of for like thirty seconds, and that was Kyle. I did not hear any lines from him. Like Julie had more moments on the recap than
0: Kyle did. Uh, he uh, he is Austin's love interest. <laughs> that was what his only like his only thing. It's his only angle. If if he breaks it with Austin, I don't really know what to talk to Kyle about.
1: Yeah, K- Kyle is like he is totally stale bread. Stale bread. No thanks. <laughs>
0: No. You can I'm do not- better. You can do better, Austin.
1: <laughs> yes. Even yes. in the Go back pandemic, you BB camping, Kyle. If we're talking about the cast, who's the one person I would be least interested in doing an interview with? It's Kyle. Bless his <laughs> heart. Kyle.
0: Bless his heart. Bless his heart. <laughs> Kyle. It's not a nice thing to say. the stuff. Yes. Okay. Uh also, um but back to this competition, this yes, H- part 1. Part, part 1. Okay. Um did they make this competition too hard? No. No. No, because they had 4 hours to get what 60 discs like sort of back and forth on this conveyor belt and they just blunder after blunder they kept losing their stacks um you know and so after 4 hours of this it was it went back and forth and they gave quite a bit of airtime to it considering it went to the sudden death format which I thought was more exciting. Yeah. Um Although, I why was it sudden death? It was um,
1: because they weren't just gonna have it go on forever.
0: But wasn't the original like the four hour version, wasn't it whoever got to 61st? Like, yeah. why they were in the why they were like because that's what <laughs> damn that's you, what it, your logic. All they did, they're like, "Well, we're going to sudden death, and we're they lowered the um, the number from sixty to forty, and that and that, that, that seems to be the only difference." I, there was I, a time so limit. They should it have was... said
1: overtime. Then they should have just said overtime. Yeah, it's
0: just overtime. It's just overtime. Yeah. But I think they wanted to be dramatic, so they were like sudden death, and sudden then Deshaun's like, "I can't do sudden death, man." And I hate I to
1: lose. It's like, I hate to lose, dude. <laughs> If you didn't get it before, you were gonna lose anyways.
0: BB feeling the was feeling the the disc comp. Was that the first time that no one was able to finish a comp? I don't think it's the first time, but uh, in well, maybe in maybe in this final three scenario, in this yeah. like I I can't remember like a part they one.
1: They don't really put the part one in that type of position where it's like you have to hit a goal. Whenever you have to hit a goal, then there's always the opportunity that people aren't able to do it.
0: Yeah, it seemed like usually it's like whoever lasts the longest holding mm. on to a platform or can stay on something or whatever. Um, this this was a bit this was about doing it differently. And I, I I was liking Braden's chances in this. He seemed to have the best handle on the competition, although Tara was looking pretty strong at some points, and also Tashaan was, but they yeah. kept
1: I think Tara, Tara was a victim of mental fatigue at that point. Um, right. you can see that she was she was literally getting tired. And frustrated in what was happening, she was just a little bit. Even though she was going, let's say, similar speeds to to Brayden, it looked like she was having struggles, kind of putting things together. She was a little bit behind.
0: Oh, oh, uh, BB and Del- they also increased the number of discs from five to ten. Yeah. So the the number you had to add when you go when you went back and forth, right? Okay. Yeah. Jeff Mater also saying, get the set uh ready for BBUSA, Jeff Mater will return. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got at least a month and a half or so, right, till well, uh, the next thank season. Thank you
1: thank you Jeff for joining us, gracing yeah. us with your presence.
0: Thank you. 29 episodes later, uh, plus no, he came preview. on
1: he he came on episode what two? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he
0: popped in one night um yeah. just to tell us he hadn't watched that night and he didn't know what happened. So, uh, <laughs> bless your heart, Jeff Mayer. Bless your heart. Bless your heart.
1: <laughs> but you know what? It's there's always room. Hey, it's the Super Mayer brothers for a reason. Mm-hmm. And um that's I think people are going to be excited come usa time oh yeah that oh yeah they're they're all, the u.s the u.s crowd
0: it. they're like no we need our jeff mater back yeah they want you know. their
1: mater right they want their right. jeff mater
0: all this uh yeah he he wasn't here for this but jeff i won i won this draft i won <laughs> a draft now the one you are the least interested in uh they, i only have room for one big brother jeff, jeff yeah jeff jeff can't get he's not <laughs> he means enjoying this too okay so let's Let's talk. Um, Do you like this you, comp? I just how long it went on. I think I think in principle I think it's a good, it's a well designed thing. I thought that uh, I thought that like they looked good in the these. Um, I, I was you know I'm always impressed with like the production design in this in this uh, Canadian version. Uh, I like that they all had like this outfit on, but they had different versions of even this like burgundy maroon shirt they were wearing. Yeah um the yes, jackets, jeff, they had
1: to take off and they dramatically take it off each time Je- i know I jeff drafted
0: like- your team or amanda drafted your team jeff but she uh you still lost so <laughs> it's uh i won and uh and sean almost won with brayden when as the last overall pick um uh, yeah but just how they like i like how like your brain had a t-shirt tara had like this thing and then uh like i guess like like a, uh, um,
1: like a muscle sleeveless Tishan, shirt. yeah
0: and to sean had like a like a button up i was like that's it that's impressive detail like whoever was getting these outfits together and things like,
1: like that it's like hey you know we're doing it based upon people's personalities and what they like and you know that type of attention to care like it matters i i, I think it's an important thing like we're down to three people. You don't have to do, you know, catch all type of things. You know the the characters on your show, and you should dress accordingly. Let their personalities come out. Let let Kiefer have big eagles and
0: <laughs> coming out. Yeah, well, let people be themselves, right? I think it was also one of the messages of this season. But and also like, what were, were these hoverboards? That's what they called them, hoverboards. Yeah, I I had a
1: I felt a little cringy on that. I, I wasn't a big fan. They of, were
0: more like they yeah. were like mine shaft, uh, yeah. like conveyor belts or something like that. Yeah. So, but I thought it was fun. I thought it, it looked good. The lighting was well done. So, yes. Oh, it was, and and then Brayden won. Who oh, I was? Uh, he had. I liked. I always liked Brayden celebrations.
1: Yes. Sir! Yes. Sir! yes sir! <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> Pastel princess. The mon- Oh, and did I mention that I'm literally a butterfly?
1: <laughs> did he mention I that? Want, I want him to win in life. I just want him to to win and just hear his squeals of delight. It brings a smile upon my face.
0: Yes, Amanda, you did a much better job for Jeff than you did for yourself. And I believe you, uh, let's just uh, check that quick. You had a man, a Latoya, and, um, and you took Rohan over Brayden. <laughs> that was your other choice because you had that you could have had braided and could have almost you know would have been very close uh but you were like no rohan rohan i'm all about the ro show baby
1: Woo! Time to find that oh
0: uh, it's been so long since i played that
1: the ro show baby even though he said it multiple times but we'll get to that later on um yes definitely the production design for uh this entire episode, I have to give a lot of kudos to. Even though there was a couple of missteps, a couple of missteps, just a couple. Um, But going into part two, um, which we'll talk about in a second, part two I think is possibly my favorite design set ever in Big Brother for a competition. Uh, this looked. Yeah, fantastic. I did get a
0: shot. I okay, here we'll bring this up here because I did take a shot of this. Um, This was like Tron. Was what they were going for right yes
1: and the perspective lines like it, it like it it there had like um it, it had a center point that it was all going to it looked fantastic
0: yeah like i just thought i i was like i thought the outfits could have looked a little nicer but considering this was such a like a a, a short competition i think it was pretty impressive what they did do with um uh,
1: I, I think they were they were worried that if they went a little bit too far, then they might get a, a Disney's
0: strike. not Disney will send cease and desist. <laughs> yeah.
1: Disney's there with like a baseball bat is like take away that helmet and those lines from the outfit.
0: Yeah, it's not quite Tron. It's kind of like more like generic 80s sort of like neon mm. um like technoscape, I guess. But uh yeah, I really did enjoy this too. I thought this was a well-designed look, um in terms of yeah, yeah. Still a lot. And, and, uh, but otherwise, it was just like you were throwing uh, a, a hacky sack at like some blocks or like off of a, <laughs> of a cliff. So they, they could have applied any design motif to this competition yeah. that they wanted to, but um, it was, it was good. I, I, I always, I, whoever is the production designer on the show should get commended. Yep. Amanda was saying she loved this episode. She like like it kept the drama alive till the end. An excellent season. Yes, I agree, man. This was a fun cast, a fun season. I think that uh, it turned out fine. You know, like uh, like Tashawn. I think he's a worthy winner. You know, yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't like even though he, I had him in the draft, he wasn't the person I was coming in tonight hoping for. But I can certainly accept him as the winner That's everyone silly. heard what i said about him so <laughs> i practically i i, th- I think
1: i made a case over the last two episodes why everyone should win over tie and of course he wins
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah and that was the whole thing with that with that vote but um this competition this uh the second part of the hoh uh, did you uh, we ended up finding the time difference was okay oh, d- dude
1: i wrote it down i was amazed
0: i did too Eleven minutes for Tashan and 11, forty-nine 11 minutes, minutes for Tara.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a that's a whooping, that's a whooping.
0: Like I, I, she spent half an hour trying to figure out that one question. Is that what I'm led to believe, or she would have lost anyway? Or,
1: or they really cut all the time she was missing.
0: Right. Um, did you feel for her, like she was? Uh... I let that one question trip me up so badly
1: that's the question that people are gonna ask her over and over again like like where did you lose that time for that <laughs> for that one because it just that that seems astounding um and you can kind of see it if you watch back when they were announcing who won you see her face the moment that they say 11 minutes and 49 seconds she knew that she like it wasn't even close.
0: Yeah, like. I, I, I I felt for her here. I was I was I was really hoping that it was going to be Tara and maybe Tashawn in the final two. That would have been the win-win for me, uh, in the, from a draft perspective. But I thought that that would have been an interesting final two too. Like how those votes would have fallen, respectively. But um, they you know that that's not what we get here. We uh, we get um, Braden winning part one. Tashawn wins part two. It's all like, and I was just like, they're going to take each other. It's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit irrelevant who takes who, but maybe not. Like, I don't know if the how this how this jury would have voted differently if Braden was the one to win part three uh, or not. Like, it's hard. We'll never know uh, for sure. But it was that. It that's an interesting thing to contemplate. But before we get to the the jury exactly, let's talk about the jury segment that we had when. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kiefer was brought in, so we start here with Anthony Douglas from Big Brother Seven, Big Brother Poutine Canada Poppy. Seven. Um, what? Why is Anthony Douglas here? Because
1: they're not going to reference anyone from season eight.
0: Okay, but wouldn't we want to bring the winner of season seven, Dane Rupert, not the runner-up?
1: Uh, nah, I think Poutine Papu was closer and available. Uh,
0: here he is. Uh, I did I like. He looked a bit different. He was wearing a mask, but um... yeah
1: you know
0: maybe a little i don't know i i just um i was like i i I, it's hard to like it's been a couple years since i've seen him on the show and uh i remember him being sort of a one-dimensional player somebody was just all about (laughs) loyalty loyal alliances and well look he's an interesting choice he's an interesting choice to host this segment i think it's
1: availability honestly
0: Well, there's other, there's past winners, there's other, there's all, there's so many past cast members you could go
1: to. Who, who's answering that call to come for, for 30 seconds?
0: Well, you go to the Toronto people first, and I guess Anthony Douglas is maybe one of the, But Gary Glitter comes to mind, or. No, um, I don't think,
1: I I think, I think Gary Glitter would be a little bit too, too much for this.
0: Maybe, or.
1: you You want someone who's really great. Or you want someone who can just be um, a coat rack so that the other jury members can be, like, the centerpieces. They can hang their comments off of it. Because you don't really care what he says. He's not an interesting personality that you're like, ooh, I, I want to hear his his uh, take on things. He didn't give a take. He basically just asked. He, he was like a parrot. Um, of what production wanted them to ask um, the cast members and the cast members, you know they have at it. Uh, so I think he played his role as a puppet per- perfectly well, right?
0: What, unless that was do do his this?
1: personality and it's just, <laughs> just when hell. I
0: think about this because like they this is like almost like a big brother tradition uh, to to for someone to moderate a jury segment when the like the second to last jury member comes out, and it's usually like somebody who's well regarded in the game, like a Doctor Will or a Derek Laviser or somebody like that. You, so I guess like Anthony is they're they're they're, they're assigning that kind of value to. I I personally wouldn't, but
1: I guess no. I, I think they're assigning um, uh, I think they're that
0: value to the Pretty Boys, not to him specifically. The Pretty Boys, yeah, and he was a member of the Pretty Boys, and fair enough. But like, I why not just get Arissa to moderate this panel? Uh, um. Especially
1: with the, you want to keep the circle kind of
0: the bubble. You know, yeah, yeah. Like the everything here. Cause obviously with him having to be in a mask, it, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, it was kind of nice having them get, all not get masked. Josh to do the narration then, the, the, the questioning. Right.
1: Yeah. I like, no, I have nothing against It's like Anthony. your answer is kind of sus.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, what else in this segment would you, uh, would you like stood out to you? Like oh, just,
1: um, Victoria's um low
0: key shade towards Beth. Like yes. she
1: is consistently like she does not like her at all.
0: Beth and Victoria are not, like not fans of each other.
1: <laughs> no, no. And they're just being, you know, they're on TV, so they're being presentable, but like straight up, that woman does not like Beth
0: at all. What do you think she likes about her the least? Or sorry, the <laughs> How do I loathe thee? Let me count How the do ways. I loathe thee, Beth? Like, um, Beth, Beth's a hard one to like. Sometimes, you know, she, uh, she look, she, I was, uh, like, I made joke and
1: make comments about people. I bet Kyle is a strapping, you know, friendly young man and everything like that. Um, but Beth, seriously, she kind of gets on my nerves. She kind of gets on my nerves because it's like. Even the laugh, right? I kind of know who Victoria is, right? Victoria yeah. is that girl, right? But when it comes to Beth, Beth is also the person that, like, bursts out laughing at a terrible joke and then continues laughing about it. everyone's like, no, like, we've moved on, right? And or yeah. she'll say <laughs> she something keeps... and you're, she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so funny. And you're like, no, you're not. Please, please stop Right? She's a little extra. And extra in a way that's kind of embarrassing. I'm getting voted out.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: getting voted out. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm getting voted out this week. It's, Don't it's, talk it's, to me in riddles. Right? Um, and, like, I just see that she's going to be all over Jed. <sighs>
0: Well, okay, she ends up voting for Tashaun here, but uh, she was she... like, she was very bitter. She was like, I'm bitter jury. Jetson was kind of calling her out in the segment saying like, hey, I think you're taking it too far. You need to let it go uh, and, 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 and do whatever. But and ultimately, that's what she does. But she was not having it. Uh, Vic, Victoria called Tashaun a smooth talker. So she was already feeling like she was favoring voting for, for Ty um they everyone said that Tara's was right he did have her <laughs> like he's he's not in line
1: but yeah he had he's it. like
0: oh yeah yeah and then everyone was um everyone was was uh saying that tara's buyback the fact that she had been voted out and had and got to come back in was not a hindrance in fact it was quite the opposite they said that it was actually a huge boost for her game and her um her vote potential it's interesting that like I didn't do sort of a hypothetical could Tara have won in the final or if so and so, if, if you like Tara, if you hadn't cut Kiefer, but so if it, you've been you into Sean at the end and or something like that, could you have won? None of those scenarios were played out or discussed. Nope. Nope. Um, I think they didn't want
1: any of that at all. I, I think they bad. didn't want to put position people in that type of mindset for this show. This show had a very clear agenda, and uh, they they hammered it home. They took the time they had to hammer that home, right?
0: What? what yeah, meaning, OBD. Um,
1: this was the inclusion season. It was, and mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of what, um, uh, Otera. <laughs> She was basically the only person that didn't really fall into one of the categories that (laughs) they were really hammering home. Um,
0: well, yeah, like she's um, she's a woman, but she that she is a woman,
1: yes, but um, but a heterosexual woman, right?
0: White, um, all those things. Yeah, like okay, and we got we do need to talk about like the diversity angle, and that was a big part of the story tonight. In the in the, especially with Tashawn, they hammered it home. <laughs> they hammered it home. It was brought up consistently. Um, okay, just we'll, let's come back to it because yeah, I think we'll it is important. It. it is important, but I, I want to talk about it more towards the end um, because the the part three of the H O H came up. We mm-hmm. had um we had all these hearts were like these little heart lamps were put inside of the Big Brother house here um and they were like for the frontline workers so they were kind of which to me meant nothing i was
1: donate some money like say that we're throwing some money to help you know um frontline workers in need or something Uh, hearts Yeah. We put some decorations. Um, us and the five graders put hearts in the the board, and we that's to represent our love for frontline workers. It's like, look, you guys are a huge corporation. You guys can toss a twenty thousand uh, dollars to these frontline workers uh, to give them and their families support. That that's that's just my opinion. I I kind of didn't care about that.
0: Yeah, it was kind of it, it as a gesture. I don't know if it really um uh um sunk in that much with me. Uh, but we're just noteworthy, I said a little bit. Um, yeah,
1: it was no, it was noteworthy, definitely,
0: right uh tara okay so then we talked to tara she was just excited ah, i'm so happy to be here this is right before part three kicked off bray okay. was said he was here to represent this whole like comic book um theme they went into with this like final h or final part th- like three with between brayden into sean i thought was kind of really interestingly done the lighting and like i went to black yes. white and there was all these like panels comic panels and comic sans fonts and different things it was impressive yeah what they did with I,
1: it see to me this was definitely planned for last year i felt like you it's it seemed like so distinct that this seemed like this was planned and someone wanted to do it and you you wouldn't it, like if you had this planned out you're not throwing this away you're right. like we're going to use it we're going to find a way to use this
0: yeah exactly and it worked out like just in the, the shadowing and things like that, the way that it, it they incorporated it, it was very very impressive uh came together quickly and then we got into like the competition itself which is always like is there it, can we not make this final thing this part three something a little more bit more interesting? interesting yeah it's always an a or b question uh, about the jurors and what would happened you rather like,
1: the scale the scale that
0: BBUSA? usa uses. oh yeah and you have to wait for them to like to come down where they have yes. to like uh congratulations you won hold on we got to pull you down off that scale <laughs> You just Uh, see someone in the back just quick. yeah, cranking it down. Do it up. Okay, but this was a tight competition Mm -hmm. between Braden and Ty. Um, It was, they both got one wrong. Uh, Question two, um, Braden got wrong. Question three, Ty got wrong. And ultimately, uh, when Ty does win here in the end, uh, Braden knows right away he just, he clicked the wrong button or he 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 went the wrong way because he's even before uh Arissa says it, he knows it's over, and uh, and Ty wins and to, Ty when he wins he gets he's very excited to win. Yes, yes, he is. Um, he chooses to evict Terra. Not, not a big shock here. Yeah. Um, like the I think the biggest thing would have if 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 Braden had won, would he have cut to Sean? I don't think so. I don't think so, especially
1: hearing like. I don't think the what Ty said was something that was not known to Brayden and I think Brayden would have followed suit as well. It looked like there was kind of <laughs> some some talk about this um, um this final being set up that way and uh, I guess a good reason why they didn't show it in the feeds because it would have been kind of anticlimactic once um, you know parts one and part two were done we would know we sure. would
0: know, and it would just yeah. So yeah. Uh, like even the pacing of this finale. Did you enjoy this finale from a pace standpoint? Because it's um, <laughs> I was, I
1: didn't understand why all the clips were at the end of the episode. I could understand after the vote took place, showing the videos because they were also showing it to the cast, and so you didn't want that to be influential. I, right. I, we remember your feelings about last time. They purposely waited until the end to kind of show off. A lot of these things so that's fine i just felt like there could have been stuff in between it, it just felt like okay the vote is done why are we waiting like almost 30 minutes until we actually get our our end result right and it just felt like it was a little bit too early and then right. the end just was kind of like like so quick
0: Right. right, it did like it's it's not live. It's edited down. It's so they can. It doesn't have that same sort of um, tension that a live show does, a live yeah. finale does. Like like it doesn't like even the one we watched for the U.S. Right, it, it was it was a COVID season, but uh, they still did a live finale. And this is all just taped, edited, broken down. Even the jury, the jurors, like going up and putting their their chip in or whatever those were edited down. You didn't have to watch like the whole walk up and walk down. So there's, you have the advantage of being able to trim out anything. That's uh, like extra. Yeah. Uh, okay. With effort though. They could have
1: cut this episode down to an hour 30. Right.
0: But let's, th- let's get back to this, di- the, the diversity uh, and inclusion right. question. And the whole thing here, because this is what to says. He goes, that that's, this is the most diverse and inclu- inclusive season ever. And I want to make sure that there's a black winner guaranteed. So, and that's why he cuts um, uh, Tara here. So, so that it's, it's Brayden, who's also black. So, um, what thoughts? Okay. Um, so,
1: there's been a lot of talk with a BB fandom about um, it is so rare that uh, a winner that is uh, black lasts long um because they're typically voted out whether it be the case of (laughs) a poor casting um like devin isn't devin isn't lasting long in any season i don't care what it is right Right. he is he is he is doomed forever to be pre-jury
0: devin from big brother 16 yes
1: yes he was moved out pretty quickly and he blew up his own game in the bomb squad um But this is something that's happened consistently that there hasn't been that much um, uh, uh, black individuals or POC. Um, Like, I think POCs overall, with the exception of recent seasons, have been extremely few and far between. I think there was, like, only, what, two winners that were POC prior to Big Brother Josh? Prior to Josh, I think.
0: Yeah. Like, um... Josh was 18 or 19? Right, but in Ca- in Canada, there haven't been any, right? Gary Glitter... Would have been, but it wasn't. Been.
1: Um, we've had more LGBT representation. Yes, um, and more
0: women winners and things like that. More women winners. So, yes,
1: I can understand, but at the same time, what I stated from last time is I want a person who's deserving to win. And... I think between Tara and Brayden, uh, I, I let my feelings know that I, I felt that Brayden played a wonderful game, uh, played um, a, a game that was respectable and could be considered a winner worthy. And if he had just said, it's great that, um, you know, Brayden played a wonderful game and I would want to face him in the end um, with the added benefit that um, at least a POC will win this year. I can, I can, I can do that better than just saying there's gonna be a POC who wins this. Deuces, right? I, I, I felt that was
0: dismissive. I guess it comes down to what's Tashawn's motivation behind the statement. Is that to soften the blow to Terra? Is that because he really believes it? Is that because he's working to his case, um, or how he just wants to be perceived on the outside? Like, there's. there's... I guess so. I guess so. How did you feel about that? (laughs) Like. I felt for Tara in the moment because I, I, um, a little bit because I just thought it kind of like, well, she, she can't was like, control. "Damn,
1: why am I not black?"
0: <laughs> well, like nobody, like none of us chose are are signed like you know some some well some you know people choose to change what you know maybe they're assigned gender and things like that but um and uh, but like it, people are who they are and so. I, I think, like I think about two, like uh, two seasons ago. I think it, it's interesting that Anthony um, Douglas comes up here because you know he went up against Dane Rupert in the final two. One's black, one's white. Uh, Dane Rupert won. I don't think he won because he was white. I think he won because he deserved to win. Yeah,
1: so he was the better
0: player. He was the better player. So there's like w- it's not that they, the the jury wouldn't have voted for a black winner. It's just in that case he didn't deserve to win as much as I Dane agree. did, right? So. Um, and and in past, if we're being truthful to ourselves, we
1: technically did have a black winner with Gary Glitter. He just, the circumstances were, um, he didn't win. His um, friend was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> can't <laughs> choose your friends, right? Um, see, if he had Topaz in the finals, uh, she wouldn't have had to vote against him, and um, he could have w- won. He would have won. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's how the cookie crumbles. Now, if Tishon didn't say those things. Would he have won? I I think the way things played out, yes, he would have won. He would have won anyway. If Ty took Tara, took her, would he have won? Uh, Seeing how things kind of played out, um, I don't know that's results-oriented, results-focused, but I think he could have won. I think he had a pretty good chance. I didn't think it was going to be as a a blowout victory as it was, so... Even against Um, Brayden, uh,
0: against Brayden, I I, I was a little bit surprised Brayden to get a few more votes. Yeah, yeah. that this went six one. So if the jury was that pro tie,
1: um, then I think he could have won against Tara as well. So um,
0: yes, I I, I think so. I think this would have been uphill battle against Sean no matter what, especially Um, with her not winning a comp in the final in the finals right but okay, and there was also like I'm kind of jumping around here, but there was a lot of like these montages tonight and the and and Ty has been kind of one of the most vocal of the cast about how uh welcomed he felt with how diverse this cast is and how it's made him feel um special I guess like there's people there to help him with his hair. that was a big thing he kept bringing <laughs> up um do, do you do you kind of understand that or yes, is it I like, do understand. Okay. It's not weird.
1: Actually, I think it's... No, the I'm, best. I mean, like, I, when I say it's weird, I mean, it might be, like, people might not be able to understand, like, the relationship with black hair
0: and... and. Well, I and... don't relate as well to that because I, I don't know enough about it. Like, I understand it's different, but I don't I don't have enough experience with it to really fully relate. But that's okay. Like, it's uh, in terms of, like, the, the cast being diverse, I think it's the best thing that they've ever done. Because I think when you, tr- I think I talked about this early in some other podcasts. Um, when you have a cast that's like basically built based on sort of what the demographics are, or even less. Like so, like let's say twenty percent of Canada is black or less, probably much less than in Canada. Like then maybe twenty percent of your cast is black, right? Or if a certain, if ten percent of your population is LGBTQ, then ten percent of your cast is roughly that or something, something along those lines. However, when you do that. I think what the the result is, and I this isn't a thing about prejudice or sort of uh, discrimination, but I think people look at like the people who are minorities maybe in these reality games as jury threats, right? Because they might say, uh, well, there might be people motivated to say it would be great to have a black winner, uh, uh, a native uh, Canadian Aboriginal winner, uh, an LGBTQ winner. Right. And so if it versus somebody who doesn't have sort of a a special yeah. status or something that they can. She's a think. mom.
1: I don't want her in the finals because she's going to be a, a, um, a sympathy case or. Right. Whereas right. if you're a single 20 something year old who is, you know, fresh out of college, it isn't the <laughs> it isn't the most sexy, um, sympathetic uh, vote as in comparison to others who might have had it harder, um, but in in this case, uh, up until with the exception of Beth, right, past post Beth, everyone basically had a case as to why it was important for them to win, or could have argued something with Kiefer, with uh, with uh, Tara, with with Ty, and with Brayden. So at that point, it wasn't like this person's a goat because why would you feel sympathetic (laughs) towards yeah (laughs) sorry i kind of i kind of go ahead read the message oh the comment
0: says the barbershop is only um is only second in importance to the black community behind the black church lol would you can you corroborate that (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) I guess it depends on, on what part of the black community
1: Look, um, yes. Um some people will say that's one and the same in some respects too. Um uh, but yes, I, I like if if outside of school, I would say those are the two places I spend the most of the time growing up. Spend <laughs> right. a lot of time. When when you're waiting to get a haircut or you're waiting for your family members to get their hair done and you're just there in the salon, and you're just like, "Oh my gosh, it's, it's four hours! What is it? Their turn, and then I can wait for them to finish." Um, <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, um, like it's um, I but don't like it's, it's community
1: building at in in the same time, right? And it's it's uh different um, different uh, demographics have their places of community connections where is it where it be a mosque um where it be temple uh where it be um at a curling event or you know like uh, i know people their church is a farmer's market right every sunday is a farmer's market right (laughs) but these ties community together so uh sometimes when especially when you're used to being the um in like a very close knit community and you're knowing that you're going outside of it um there's the um the reluctance to not reluctance but you kind of get into you have like your different mode per se apprehension um, maybe a little bit or just like no I'm... not even like you have your your home face and your public facing face right mm-hmm. like um and ex, ex- I don't I will say, in my instance as a POC, uh, it is something that I'm very mindful of. Like I am a representative uh, of my my race, and uh, I have to behave accordingly because there's a lot of negative connotations
0: to my race, right? Uh, so, like, there's a lot of there's I, some, a lot of negative connotations around my race too. I gotta, a, <laughs> especially in the <laughs> yeah. last few years. Uh,
1: <laughs> so like when I go into a store, right, I am very mindful that people can be watching me and I don't want to do anything that could be considered weird to set people off. I'm very mindful about the space I inhabited around other people because some people might feel very, uh, awkward or f- feel, um, you know, worried, um, with my presence, right? And uh, I'm mindful of it, right? Uh, it's, it's just Unfortunately, society. So I can understand when they say that when they go, they go to this experience, they're like, yes, gung ho about it. But at the same time, it's like, what if there's no one like me? And therefore I have to be um, the public face has to be there. A lot of the times because a lot of things I know or talk about or deal with on a day to day isn't something that a lot of people can relate to and, and yes it's great to share in terms of your experiences with other people, but at the same time you kind of want to let your hair done and be able to talk in the same language and you know. talk with similar experiences and have people say that they understand
0: people will gravitate to people who remind them of themselves and that's Mm -hmm. in a variety of ways but just people who seem familiar like obviously tarantina it's uh they have things in common because of their age their gender things like that right so there's going to be different things that gravitate you towards different people i get it and i think it's 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 if it's so important, like to like you know, the to Brayden and, and to, to Sean and to the various cast members, then hey, I'm like and, and to Kiefer, um, it's it, it does it does we, pull on the heartstrings,
1: yeah. We could have had the flip side where if Tara changed or made a decision differently, it could have been Tara going to Braden and Kiefer, going, Braden, I'm sorry, I'm not going to taking you because I want to see. People with children in the finals, right? Right, And and it could, it could have the script could have been flipped that way. Um, People are going to have their reasons for doing what they're doing. So, for all the minorities out there, (laughs) we made it and we did the damn thing. Yes. Look, I didn't win. I, my bank account looks exactly the same two hours ago as as it does now. so um, you bang, I understand we, what they mean in terms of representation matters but um mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm not celebrating I'm not celebrating that respect. I you know what kind of like in terms of diversity in the season, I like diversity. I do but at the same time, please also cast people that, like, get me excited about this season. And I'm happy that they got this crazy amount of people. Um, they should have did better with Kyle. Like... Well,
0: like, it was supposed to be you know, Ethan.
1: Whew. Um Even Ethan wasn't that interesting. I had him pretty low as well. Like, there... Even for us, if the person was straight-laced, he just seemed kind of dry and not really a conversationalist. I didn't really, he wasn't really like you know getting involved with other people. Um, and like Kyle? what's Kyle? Yeah, now he's getting he was into just with Victoria. Well, uh, <laughs> Kyle was getting with Victoria, he was getting with Rohan and Austin, and Austin, like Austin until the very end, like yeah, he had to wear down,
0: yeah, like, <laughs> um. Let's talk. Okay, let's talk about Tara when she came out and to join the jury here tonight. Uh, key, the, she goes, "I think some of you might be happy to see me." And Kiefer was like, "Yep." And do you feel like he's? Uh, I don't know. Like I don't. I, I still think she made the right call cutting Kiefer. She he uh, absolutely she made the right call. She made the absolute right call. I don't care what anyone
1: says. She made the right call, right? Otherwise, she's she's leaving too much up to chance. Um if she won one of those competitions, I think she
0: could have won. Um, right. If you're playing to win, then she has to cut Kiefer. But if you're playing to get second place and getting $20,000, then she, then keeping Kiefer was the right move. Yeah. Yeah. Whether she knew it or not. However, she didn't play like a coward. She's not a bunch of cowards. Don't you call me a coward, coward (laughs) uh, Tara. Um,
1: (laughs) yes. Um, um, and Kiefer said he was going to be bitter. And I know Kiefer's going to walk away and feel better about it um, afterwards and kind of... Don't call me a coward, Tara.
0: Are you playing right now? Are you...
1: Who are you talking to? I'm the only one here. I'm the only one here. Well, I'll tell them when they
0: come back. Don't worry. I, I,
1: I, like, it's still pretty fresh for Kiefer, so I'm going to like... But, like, dude, seriously, dude. you lost. You're out of the game. You're out of the yeah. game, right? Tote it down a little bit. Right. He's still the you, star of the you, show. You, he's you always Victor, playing. He's always a Victoria? character. Yeah. yeah. He he is he is working on <laughs> he's working on um all-stars. Oh yeah. He look.
0: he's looking to be a TV star, man, and yeah. good for him. Or maybe YouTube or whatever he's gonna do after this. But I,
1: I don't want an all-stars Big Brother Canada season. I want big Big Brother personality big personality season where you put all the big personalities. I don't care if they were first one eliminated or if they were Eliminated pre jury, put those crazy people in. I want Min uh, Minlin La, Min
0: from Min, last season. Min, Min Lee? was that her name? Minli, yeah. Put
1: Min Min Lee in.
0: Put Jamar back.
1: <laughs> Jamar, I don't know. I don't know if he's allowed. To
0: no, he can't say. He just can't say pop pop, and he'll be okay. <laughs> um,
1: uh um, put. Um, you know, I don't know if I want to put Victoria in because. She's oh, girl. you got to
0: You got to throw She's Victoria in. You got to throw Julie back in too, I think. Uh, Julie made a
1: pretty good case for herself in the second. Yeah, she did. she did.
0: Um these jury questions we got tonight, what what did you think of them? Pretty boring? Oh
1: my gosh, please. Victoria. I was like, where is the fire? Where is the fire? And look, look also Dude, you're not playing anymore. Stop promoting yourself. You are not a tagline. You are not the show. You don't have to say spicy every five seconds, right? You're not coming out with, like, your own hot sauce or anything like that. We're real spice. We're real spice. Like, that annoyed me more than anything. That more, like, it was, like, it was... Victoria, who went into business for herself. Rohan, who went into business for herself. And then Tina's like, I'm just going to ask a straightforward
0: question. <laughs> <That's Yeah. it. laughs> and I'm like, thank you, Tina. Thank you, blue line. Thank you, blue line. Um, yeah, these questions were kind of whatever. Like, it, it was. Um... Okay, I just want to talk more about the energy of Deshaun and Braden in answering the questions. Because Tashaun was standing. He was pumped up. <laughs> he was walking back and forth right like he was almost like the cameraman was having a hard time Focus. keeping it on him right it was like shaking braden was like sitting calm in his chair
1: yeah
0: uh, ty also kept unbuttoning and
1: buttoning his jacket repeatedly he would he would sit down button it and then he would stand up unbutton it start walking around sit down unbutton unbutton it back up he would just keep doing that over and over again it
0: was distracting hey, to so me. if you're a juror uh, how would you rate these two respective like sort of um how they answer their questions how their energy in, in these in this whole segment
1: ty got a lot of softball questions I was kind of uh disappointed in them he didn't really answer some of them as well I thought Braden did a great job in terms of answering the lame questions he was given um and he he answered them with poise also um yeah uh, uh, I, I, yeah I, that ultimately I thought, From uh, a question answer session, Braden was the more impressive out of the two.
0: Absolutely. Like in particular, I think when Jensen asked Braden, why did, when you had the chance, why didn't you backdoor Kiefer? Why did you get out? uh, Who was, who did he get out that time? He got a Beth, right? Why did you get out Beth instead of Kiefer? And he was like, uh, maybe that would have been better for other people, but that wasn't necessarily better for me at that time.
1: Yeah. So,
0: and I thought, like, great answer, Braden. And I don't, this is where I don't think like Jetson is legitimate. Even though people say I could vote for anybody at the end, yeah. I might vote stuff for grabs. You're lying. You're lying to yourself if you believe that. Jetson, you were always gonna vote for your buddy. Right. Yep. You want you you want you wanted to to win. You respect that type of game more than you respect the Brayden type of game, or you just like Jetson, or you just like um uh uh Tashaun more. Yeah. right. And um that's all there is to it, because if if you were really like, well, depending on how Braden's going to answer this is how I'm going to vote, then I don't understand how you don't vote it was for Braden. A farce. It was a farce. And plus, at the same time, like, dude, seriously,
1: Jed still talks like he still gives me the impression that he thinks he played a pretty good game. If that is the case, why would you ask that question when you had an opportunity to get Kiefer out and you did it? i mean, an alpha move. Right, <laughs> like l- let's let's be honest with ourselves here. Right, let's be honest with ourselves. And look, they were even going to give Ty, weren't they? Giving Ty and Beth ownership of Jed's eviction, and it's like it was Kiefer's plan.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. They, they were. Uh, yeah, like I, I, agree. Like, like Sean's question from Beth. Right, like why did you tell? Why did you say enjoy jury, Beth? Enjoy jury, Beth. How did you? How was that good? And he was like, "I was uh, uh was it jury management? Like, I was that jury on. management, I'm like they, really?" And then he was like, "I'll just charm you, Beth." And she's like, "Okay, uh, like Judson told me to vote for you, so
1: <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, uh, why was it Latoya part of the jury?
0: LaToya, like
1: the oh one yeah,
0: thing... she being be a great jury foreman. <laughs> so w-
1: we're gonna come back and talk about the the pre jurors in a second. But, like, when we come back to it, I have thoughts. I have thoughts.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then Tara's question to Bray was uh, why he's a for- – why are you a force to be reckoned with? So she was almost trying to help Brayden here. Like, tell mm-hmm. them why. Tell them why they should vote for you. But it, it seemed like a lost cause. Um, I also love this this kind of shot here that we had uh, of the guys in the house while we – you know, in the mirror with the jury on the, um, on the screen. Yeah, uh, just some great, some great camera work here and just how the use of the set and then the votes are over and we go into our. Our montages and kind of our, 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 our get together show. So the first thing they do is show a montage of all the fire and drama. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I skipped over our, fi- our 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 first five, uh, which I yes. kind of touched up. I'm first sorry, five. this this happened first. We had our first five back. Austin and Josh in a suit, looking more official than he yeah. ever looked before, in some kind of high, t- high fancy office. What's going no, on? No,
1: that, that I, I felt like it was a green screen, man.
0: That's a that's a zoom background.
1: I think that's a uh, yeah. I think that's a green screen.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um Julie wearing a tiara. Yeah. no, oh, she she's all about that pageant queen. And then uh you know Kyle from his uh, parents' living room and uh, and, and... <laughs> and then we got well, LaToya, you know. Yeah. Um you she, know. that's her actual
1: hallway. We've seen it in her, her Yeah, I've seen that like, was in her intro package.
0: Yeah. Uh quite the suit, you know, she came dressed for it. Good she honor, gotta LaToya. show
1: off her her her, her designs. Yeah,
0: she was... uh, So, okay, and they basically gave, like, maybe one sentence or two to each. Uh, Julie said the country was outraged by her outing. Which I did hear
1: there were people who were disappointed that she was gone. Uh, My chances of winning this pool
0: dramatically dropped after that (laughs) first week. (laughs) Josh said he he was great. He got the paranoia going. Mm. Right? If you uh he he was here to blow up the house uh he's just owning
1: what he did so yeah Uh... (laughs) um
0: if you wanted best friends i don't know go to daycare and then we got latoya (laughs) she was devastated by the sunsetter betrayals she went into business for herself thank you you
1: latoya <laughs> she like she was she was cutting off Arissa, and she was just laying down the law she's like if she was still there sunsetters wouldn't have broke up that ho- keeper wouldn't have been put up this romance business wouldn't have been a thing people are tired of it they don't care about it. Like, i was like she's speaking truth to power thank you i wish make she a still- game move don't make an emotional move oh my gosh we missed out with Latoya not being in that house because like she would have, the sauce would have been cut out of the knees. She would not have let them, those guys play like that.
0: Yeah. It's almost like, unfortunately we lost Latoya where we did. However, like these players who come in too strong, they're burning too hot. Like, like Julie and Latoya, they're kind of yeah. cut from the same cloth. Yes. Um, yeah. Like they're, they're not long for this. They were kind of targeted early and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, and, like, other people, just based on who was aligned with who, why, like, why the likes of Kyle and Austin went, you know, it's based on who has power at that time. But, I, I love that uh, Kyle, the, the only contribution Kyle had was, how are you and
1: Austin going? And he's like, like, good, we've had a few calls. Yeah, And then it's like, Austin, let's talk about, you know, you being in the game and your relationship with Brayden, who's actually in the game, right? <laughs> like, it was yeah. like, Kyle's whole being, his whole like personality in this game that we we'll remember is Austin's supposed love interest.
0: That's like sort it. of, like like they're barely they were barely a showman's. Like they were kind of a, a flirt in the final days of him and being in the house. Yeah, and I, I get you know I, hey, if they got a relationship, great. If not, whatever, it's fine. Uh, but Kyle has nothing else. What else you talk about? <laughs> How remember when you got into that fight with Kiefer? Like, <laughs> or you that fight with Latoya? Um, and then we, Austin, yeah, she said, Okay, of course, like I was targeted because I was a duo with Braden, you know. I, so I had to go, but she said she was very proud of Braden. Then we got the montage with all the drama and the fire. So um,
1: I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, and you said you couldn't remember it. The whole Sunsetters, uh, were talking to Victoria, who was HOH. And remember, Victoria put up LaToya uh, and said that um, she's not the target and they'll work together the following week, but not this week. How is it that everyone's coming to talk to me now? All of a sudden, when I'm HOH, um, you weren't talking to me before. And then they kept cutting each other off. And, you know, Victoria and uh, LaToya is like, okay, this is how conversations are supposed to work. And she's like, don't talk to me that way. That was the conversation I said that was awkward. That was the awkward conversation I felt
0: that should have won. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Uh, they showed a lot of this fight out there on the deck between Tara mm-hmm. and Victoria. They kept coming back to it. I'm like, Yeah, I didn't love this fight the first time, I didn't need to keep reliving <laughs> it. Like, um,
1: I, I laughed, though. I laughed a lot. Yeah, just was- the, face Victoria- after the braided, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you are lying, B. Uh, Victoria was remorseful. She says, "Oh, I shouldn't have said some of those things." Liar! I? You're lying about that. You, you, you secretly loved it. She was
1: like, "Yes, I'm so fiery. Look at that. This is this Spicy. is my this
0: is my um, audition for All Stars." Yeah. Um, get your name out of my mouth. Yeah. I hope
1: this tells you how important it is to keep my name out of your mouth. Stay real because things are about to get spicy. (laughs) Look, you don't need to put the sizzle sound. Big brother loves to put sound effects in it. You doing that takes away, you know, from someone's job. So don't do that, Victoria, please. Yeah,
0: stop taking away the sound effects. Like I I'm very sensitive to sound effects um yeah so this this montage was whatever then we go to commercial we come back we get another montage it's a represent representation does matter this was uh more uh, this was more focused on like um all the the number of uh specifically more the number of, of black house guests and 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 to sean's more um testimonies but a, a quite a bit of keeper as well yeah uh in here i think uh, i think first thing is like the biggest deal honestly
1: because like outside of North of 60, like I I can't think of the last native representation. I shouldn't say native Aboriginal um, representation on global TV. (laughs) Well, I
0: feel like there was a previous big brother Canada season that had um, a a woman. It wasn't Suzette. Suzette. Yeah. And she got voted out early, right? She was the first HOH big brother. She answered the phone call. Oh right, she the. She she happened to go in the kitchen and <laughs> she answered the phone. But she, like, it's not wait, very, She was a
1: radio host too. I'm pretty and sure, she also was. a
0: radio host. I'm oh, pretty okay. Sure. Well, it's it's not a, like in terms of the like our First Nations in Canada. Like, it's uh, I I don't even know what the what the their total population is, but it's it's in the thousands. Um, it, you know, it's compared to like you know the 35 million we have in total. So there's uh, they have somewhat limited numbers um very limited numbers and there's some uh there's some reasons for that so um, radio show host from bc also from bc is she from the same part of bc as him well i'm, I'm looking up uh,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up sorry
0: no worries yeah like it was um yeah, like I think Kiefer, I think I, Kiefer being on the show was big, obviously, and like I'm so I'm really glad that he won uh, Canada's favorite house guest. You know, like I, we we both voted for him last night. We we did it right here on the show. <laughs> it was a uh, lock. Like I don't... it was a lock. We <laughs> should have just thrown what's some votes. To, got to uh... the finals? Like the final three. I'm like, it's a
1: lock. Like Kiefer won it.
0: Yeah, there was no way Kiefer wasn't going to get it. Uh, yeah. If it hadn't been Kiefer, who would have got it after him? Braden. <laughs> Probably Braden. Yeah,
1: and then if it wasn't Braden, it would have been um, Victoria. Possibly um, Victoria, then Tara, then Tina. Yeah, Beast Coast. Yeah. Um, I look the uh, the whole the whole awarding and stuff. I was not a fan of that whole section there because one. Um the winner is always supposed to be the last person out of the house. But they set off the fireworks too early. And the shot that you're supposed to have of the person coming out of the house who's the winner, and you clearly see them. Braden was he was literally behind Braden, so you couldn't see him. Braden was in front.
0: Let's see if you can see here. Uh this is well, yeah, this is a little bit afterwards. Um so yeah, yeah, but Braden came out first, right? Mm-hmm. Which he's supposed to because the
1: winner's supposed to be the last person out of the house. But they didn't stagger it enough. So you get that scene where it's Ty coming out, opening the doors, and then the confetti's coming down.
0: Yeah, and like because there's no audience there, the energy is always going to be a little bit weird, right? It was kind of like this for the end of the last USA season where there's just nobody there. It's just Julie and i guess some production staff or whatever it's almost like you should just throw in like a track like throw in like an applause track or like big
1: crowd or... a, a wwe thunderdome where they have the screens of fans watching
0: yeah maybe Yay! I, I i don't know like just to create some energy like they did the best they could with it and yeah. at least at least the cast is there or at least the jury cat part of the cast is there and so they they can say like hey and try to create as much as they can so no face know.
1: mask for Arisa.
0: I was like, yeah, they were they were just like, hey, we're all in the Big Brother bubble together. Yeah. um Maybe she's vaccinated, I guess. I, you know, it's it's not impossible. So uh, you wouldn't want to advertise that, though.
1: Hey, healthcare workers who only had one shot. I got both. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm Marissa
0: Cox. She, maybe she got the Johnson and Johnson. Uh, she may have been. I don't know what. The, who knows? That's true. You know, I, I, I would kept explain, thinking about
1: that would explain the dress.
0: When they went off the air here, like, do you feel like, okay, guys, uh, just so you know, the province is a complete lockdown uh, until at least for the next like two weeks. So we'll take you back to the jury house. You're all going to go back to the jury house and stay there for tonight. Or... Why wouldn't you still, yeah, stay in the bubble and let them party? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, are yeah. they still, I, I, because I think in a typical season, you would have some kind of after party you would go to after the, they would go you know, to Vegas after. or Niagara Falls. Right, they won't get to do that. Hmm. Um, it's actually better to be in the Big Brother bubble than to be, you know, in the outside world, right? You know, where um, we
1: are right now, where I'm where drinking, right you know, uh, soji, um, sake, by myself. Well, I'm I'm doing it with you virtually, so. Yeah, it's true.
0: But is there anything else from the episode I missed? Like there was another montage called "Hot, Hot Express Mess" or "Hot, yeah, mess Hot mess Express, Express Mess."
1: mess. Just how, how people are messy and. <laughs> People messy gameplay slash messy in general. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like which was
1: nothing really, and then they all pointed to who had the who had the most messy gameplay, and they all pointed at Beth.
0: Yeah, and that's fair. Um, and a guy who doesn't believe that reindeer are real now has one hundred and ten thousand dollars plus <laughs> a trip from Expedia plus uh, Weber grill. They're gonna take a picture with him in front of a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the Christmas
1: photo. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be tie with a reindeer. And they're like um Merry Christmas from Big Brother. Just book it, yeah. book it from me. But We're like Dave,
0: we made it. We made this it, season. man. We made it to the end of the season. I won a draft. <laughs> no one can take it away from me. Let's Put it on the board and make it a yeah. Official. Update, let's update the thing. Make sure let's update the, the Google spreadsheet. This is the most exciting part of the of the whole show. And this is how we're going out. Because many weeks ago, we did our draft, we did our our see our preseason look, and we come out here. So we had Kiefer who went out last. So let's take um, so I need to copy and paste over his thing to Tara, who would be the next out. Oh, you already put it there. Well, she, uh, oh no, sorry, you have to say that you, yeah. Mm. Well, she, but she, she re entered at that point, she wasn't the fourth jury member, uh, but then re entered day 53 and then evicted again. I guess it would have been like day seventy-one or something like that. And she gets third place, which hey, you beat Beth. <laughs> <laughs> she beat Beth, and then Brayden would come after that, and Sean almost with this last pick won the whole thing. So he was just good, good pick. good pick, good pick. her up. And, of course, me with, the, with my guy, with Tashaun Carter-Newman, the 29-year-old Capricorn from Montreal, Quebec, the Urban Planner. Winner, winner, Ooh. chicken dinner, as uh, our, our good man Braden would say. Where is he?
1: Kudos, kudos to you live free he says
0: Winner, winner chicken dinner okay so hey i'm pretty pleased it's always great to win isn't it it's always great to win hey i'm just pleased i won i'm pleased that i'm the greatest i i uh (laughs) you know i i I have to um humble brag humble brag humble brag here two out of the three last people we're your people, right? Uh, I had I had Tara and Tashan in this, so it was it was a good it was a good year for me. I I I think I'm starting to get better instincts on this. I'd like to. Uh...
1: I want to give a shout out to my parents for creating
0: this absolute champion. Yes, thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> And, I love and, it. I love it. I love it. And that's it. Are you satisfied with this with this result?
1: Um, I'm gonna look back and appreciate it a lot more. I am disappointed that neither Tara, Kiefer or Brayden won, um, but it made sense. I if I can look if I can watch it and say okay, I understand it, and makes sense for the decision, then I think it's a good season. If I look at it and I'm like, I don't care. Then that's bad. I cared. I cared about who won, and that means it succeeded as its point of a season. I was drawn in from beginning, middle, and end.
0: Yeah, me too. I thought that the cast. I think that the diversity of the cast was good, just for the dynamics here. I think that these players were interesting, and that they were all trying to go around. I think that you know we had our. I think our criticisms were legitimate too. Like they could have done more to put the pressure on. I feel like this buyback was. Ill-timed in some ways, I, agree. I think that you know. Um, but and the team twist, like I'm glad that it was only for the first two <laughs> weeks and <or> whatever. <laughs> they f-
1: forgot about that post haste, that which is good. Abandon abandon things, you know. Don't let it um, sink your season.
0: Right. Uh, is this the first season that Arissa has been an executive producer? Yeah, this is her first season. Yeah, so I, I think it's working out well so far. I think she yeah. she had a bit more of an active role. It felt like uh, than you past. know what my favorite thing about this episode though? What's that? No Wendy's. No Wendy's. Who no is Wen- gonna go to Wendy's tonight? <laughs> no Wendy's. Was that ba- no. We didn't get to mention a mention of Baconator. I felt like this is the only episode they didn't have to <laughs> they didn't say the word Baconator. <laughs> oh, I
1: guess. Uh maybe they they slipped in subliminally um Asiago chicken somewhere.
0: Perhaps, or maybe one of those apple pecan salads or junior bacon
1: cheeseburger for a junior kind of gal. (laughs)
0: Like, I assume their after party
1: is is catered by Wendy's.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wendy's with cleaning supplies from sunlight, uh, but you can also reheat it on the Weber grill in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, we got it covered.
1: Oh my gosh, like the amount of times they said Wendy's, they should get a card with like. Uh, like a $2,000 gift card, each of them. The amount of, like, like uh, Wendy's meals they've sold would just mention it costly.
0: Yeah, like, it's, um, they got, the sponsors sure got their money, the money's worth. Okay, here's another question for you. Is How do you rate this season compared to other past Big Brother Canada seasons? <sighs> Strategy-wise,
1: it's um, maybe 7th. Um but in seven. enjoyment seven, strategy was pretty terrible. <laughs> Is it worse <laughs> than eight? Um, does eight count? It
0: counts, yeah. If if we're gonna call okay, it nine,
1: then so so it's it's not the second worst, it's the third worst.
0: The third worst, okay.
1: Strategy-wise, um, and then what else? Um, in terms of enjoyment factor, I would probably put this at a three,
0: two, three, at a ten? out of nine seasons oh okay like second or third you mean
1: yeah it would be second or third best
0: oh, okay i was like i was like i didn't i thought you enjoyed it more than that i so it top
1: three it's in the top 33 percentile like hey. one is my favorite one season one is my favorite season
0: season, season one, one was really good i liked the one with uh kevin martin uh, where he won um, the second time, wasn't it? That was the second, second time. time he won. Yeah, because yeah. that was like a like a mixed season with like newbies and yeah returning players. That was a fun one too. But this one, I think, is my favorite. Um, I think that one is a really good season too. It's it's very different, you know, the one with Gary Glitter and mm-hmm. um, Jillian McLaughlin who won and the season. Shield, the Shield, and Peter Brown, and it was the a Beast, good season. Coast Alliance, and I think that these AJ characters. And- this cast was more memorable to me than Seven. Yes, like you know, this was funner than the watching the Pretty Boys run the run the show. It's and, the Pretty Boys, Dane and uh, Poutine Poppy and the rest of them. I can't and, really remember. Yeah, it. Matt and whoever else they had in that alliance. We we, we I really only remember Dane and Anthony now. <laughs> um, you know, you get a little perspective, and you're like, yeah, but I'm gonna
1: remember Spicy V. Uh, unfortunately, how can you forget her? <laughs> She's
0: that girl. She's that girl. Bath, um, I won't forget anytime soon. Um, Brayden, I don't think I'll forget. Kiefer Tara? is obviously very distinct. Oh, well, Tara? Who's that? Big Brother nine season Tara. <laughs> is that is that Tara from uh, from Big Brother Canada nine? Is that Tara from season nine?
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't go, mm-hmm, I will be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> Don't call me a coward, Tara. Are you playing right now? <laughs> oh. What was your favorite? Uh, your favorite uh, for a a
1: oh Okay. Um, come on, you know the answer to this. The man with the mullet. Baby got big, big bigger big heart. heart. Let's, Let's go. go.
0: Let's go. <laughs>
1: I loved Kiefer as a character. I love Yeah, he was
0: a great character, always going, was kind of like a wrestler. of a wrestler was Yeah, a yeah. Awesome, like cutting just, promos cutting and cutting promos to, to himself in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. and, and then they, anything uh,
1: happens, he's like big reactions.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was very good. Like sometimes yeah. we like he only drove me nuts when he would just have that like that dumb look on his face when he had his mouth open. So you know? <laughs> like, come on, man. Just you know just close it you just yeah. you just look so dumb just with your you didn't do it all the time you would just do it sometimes.
1: It's what it called Shaquille O'Neal syndrome where you're like yeah. your bottom lips so heavy that you're uh
0: oh I can't hold this up into my mouth yeah um yeah I enjoy I really enjoyed I'm glad Jedson and Beth weren't the like the, the winners <laughs> I, I like of the trio if someone from that isosceles uh trio had to win I'm glad it was Ty um i'm i'm glad the tie was the one that cut them yeah or cut jedzen i guess and eventually beth um it's a unique little triangle but it works for me you know what we should do triangle. A triangle? Yeah, how do we do
1: it together though <laughs> line. such a great line how do we do it together though
0: <laughs> the triangle part yeah oh the, yeah oh yeah they had their little yeah um pyramid didn't they back. also go like this
1: too and then yeah, no, they had was, a little handshake uh, like no no they had like tie it like they made like a leading tower like together and beth was underneath they showed that clip too oh and yeah I'm like there why was... would you be at the bottom beth
0: oh. <laughs> that'd be an alpha move <laughs> oh my gosh uh wh- and uh will you be uh auditioning for next season do you think <laughs>
1: Oh, good question.
0: Um,
1: I will. I did not audition last time. I didn't. I didn't. Um, and I'm, I'm glad for it. I don't think I would have lasted this season. Although the competitions would have been a lot easier for me, uh, to do.
0: Well, yeah, I, I like that they made the competitions not just like favor one particular type. I thought that they were. I, I've talked about this before that they've made them more um, equitable and a little bit more random. You know, and so. Um but if I
1: get on the show is Jeff going to do the Big Brother Canada podcast with you? Well I
0: think I think he would. I think I could convince him for you to do it. Well because then if,
1: if that's the case then I better get ready.
0: And vice versa because I think I am oh you got the key. I Ooh. you know because I might I might I might throw a tape in uh for next season. Wait we'll so
1: you're saying that I should be prepared to see this
0: oh look at oh, that well, this is coming soon to you oh are you sending that my way oh that's awesome dude um hey yeah but maybe like i don't know if one of us gets on uh then the other has to cover it
1: and remember <laughs> if we get on we don't know each other if we both get on. if we
0: both get on we'll act like the pascal brothers yeah. um and just go hey how's it going nice meeting <laughs> you here do you know how to cut black hair dave <laughs> <laughs> no uh,
1: i still don't actually <laughs> don't worry we're 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 gonna invite you to the cookout okay i, yes. I can learn about that that's yes. good
0: okay good <laughs> all righty well hey um i hope I, I well we're gonna be back in probably a month and a half we're gonna start to covering big brother usa uh the one the one that only uh jeff has room for in his life <laughs> uh because he's so he's so snooty he, he, he loves that jet chin bot man he loves the chin yeah, bot. He, he, yeah he can't get behind orissa for whatever you know um, i think it's
1: dresses like these I, I think that just no he's not on board
0: he's not it's because of the dresses it's the it's the, it's, it's he's, yeah he's like i was trying dave and then she had this on the gown come on <laughs> what's this <Yeah>. really <laughs> Julie Chen wouldn't wear that. (laughs) She might, actually.
1: Yeah, she might, actually.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She's wearing some not-so-good things, either. Okay, so I hope we're going to be back in a month and a half. Uh, um, We're going to be off for a couple days. But here, Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. Uh, We did it. Jamil, thank you so much for... 29 30 podcasts that we've done on this show. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of late nights. We're just approaching <laughs> yes. midnight Eastern right now. I'm gonna get some sleep right after this. and I know I'm you off, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. off tomorrow. Oh, you're off tomorrow. The
1: celebration continues, baby. Yeah. Woo, so get dude. the stocking
0: going. Yes. yes um (laughs) super Mater brothers podcasting we do all kinds of different shows here Uh, reality shows like survivor and big brother obviously but we also do scripted shows like netflix is the serpent we talked about that we talked about we talked about uh unscripted show well it's more of a documentary style with tiger king we've done uh, marvel cinematic universe shows including wandavision now and we did a three-hour podcast not too long ago on the falcon and the winter soldier and we have uh jeff and i did Westworld season three when that aired about a year ago We'll be uh, picking up with Westworld whenever that show comes back, and <laughs> they then takes forever to do those. They seasons. take forever. They take it's like two or three years between seasons. It's inc- yeah. it's incredible. And then um, with with our other channels, we have Trivial Debates, which is a monthly show where we argue about TV, sports, movies, and more. Check us out every month, the last Sunday. Where we have, that's our other channel. Where it's a it's a fun game show format. Jody Simpson, our good friend, uh, slated to host the next one. And then Live Long in Podcast, which is our Star Trek themed channel, which is a uh, very much like this one, but very, very uh, focused on this, on the Vulcan salutes. And uh, we do Deep Space Nine rewatches on Tuesday nights at nine o'clock or nine ish, as we say. Uh, we're in the into season three. If you want to know about a Deep Space Nine episode and what we think about it, it's available. Um, And, and uh, jump on the train as the show is just picking up momentum. And you don't really have to know that much about it to jump in now. Now is the time. The price of getting in on Deep Space Nine has never been lower. And then on Wednesdays, we do original series rewatches with uh, Jeff and I's dad, Ted, as he tries to tell us that all good TV came from the 1960s.
1: So <laughs> They didn't know, you know? They didn't know. Gonna be they, didn't know that they, would,
0: they didn't know it could be good. They just thought that was as good as it could be. <laughs> uh, and then our Star Trek Reader Theater is our other one where we, uh, we reenact Star Trek scripts. We're taking another weekend off. Uh, it's Mother's Day weekend this weekend. Ashley Millard, it's her Super Bowl with uh, in the restaurant business. So uh, it makes sense. And um, we had to take a week off just to get caught up on editing. So uh, we'll be back in a week with Star Trek Radio Theater as we're going to be doing Star Trek Voyager's Flashback. Yes. Uh, the, the, which was the 30th anniversary one they did where uh, George Takei came back and reprised his role as Captain Sulu. Yes. It's a great
1: episode. A Tuvok-centered episode. Uh, with a little bit of Neelix sprinkled in, just like.
0: Little, a little of, yeah, little ja- Janice Rand. Yeah. Yes. Commander yes. Janice Rand. Yeah. So, hey, check all that out in a weekend or, or a weekend, next weekend on Live Long and Podcast. But yeah, I'm going to be off podcasting. I won't have a, a podcast till Tuesday, Jamil. Rest. What am I going to do with myself? Rest, please. What am I going to do?
1: Please rest. Be good rest. to your mother. Be good to your mother.
0: I'll be good to my mother. I'll actually maybe spend some more time with my wife and I'm going to watch The Circle. We say we, actually we gotta we're gonna come back and watch uh, finish watching the circle. I'm see, look, the see, you had a chance to like kind of have a little break, and you're like,
1: wait, we can fill in that time with the circle. Watch what it. What are we What are we talking about? The circles on Jamil. Come on, yeah,
0: we can feel we can figure that out uh after tonight. Um, so
1: I'll review a review of Big Brother Australia season one, um, episode one. Sorry, episode one and two.
0: Oh, if I can watch it, I'll I'll talk to you about I'll it. I'll send um, you the
1: I'll send you the clips. I can send
0: it to you. Okay, great. Okay, well, hey, then, that's it then. That's it, uh, uh, enough for plugging uh, for now. And we'll be back uh, with the next iteration of Big Brother Canada. But for now, um, let's get out of here. And for the last time, in, a, in a, at least for a little while. And remember, someone is always. Oh, thank you.